Thanks, Dave. Thanks so much for joining us in the Sports Editor. Dave, let's start with your, your recent activities. The Over 50 World Cup was looking to be a great tournament. How eager were the gents to get stuck in and play? Yeah, we were. We, um, you know, there was a, a long build-up towards it. Mm. Obviously, there was, you know, there were the trials early, um, the late last year, uh, um, and obviously, uh, lots were spoken about. Um, we got a lot of feedback from the, the, the gentleman that went to, to Australia. So it was quite a lot of fun um, building up to it, um, and the, the, you know, just. To, the most important thing is just to find out who was going to be fit enough. Um, and I think, as I said to you, um, you know, after uh, the fact that they went to Australia um, the 18 months prior to that, um, gave them a sort of indication of what we were expecting. Yes. Uh, and um, we knew that we needed to get a, a team of guys that was going to be fairly fit, um, mobile. No, that's excellent. And uh, that was that was really what it was all about. Um, and um, yeah, we we were able to to get a bunch of guys. Um, you know, very different uh, to picking a provincial side because you normally pick from you know form and all those yes, type of things. Yes. So we had to rely on 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 one thing. And and, and as Steve Buffman, when he was convener of selectors, and Roy Misa, the manager, said to me. Um, you know, we need guys that are going to be uh, reasonably fit. You can run between the wickets. Um, who've got some, obviously, got some skill, and that's why you you would have seen there were a couple of guys there that that played um, that don't necessarily uh, have never uh, necessarily played provincial cricket yes. or first or played for South Africa. Yeah, they were, you know, they were there because they were fit. Um, they they they've continued playing the game, uh, which was also important. You know, there wasn't guys. Um, we obviously had one or two celebrity type guys that picked up a bat six months ago and, and in, 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 in the view of, of them playing in this tournament. So, yeah. um, you know, the likes of Louis Kuhn, um, Bradley Player, but then they all played in that, in that, in, in, in the Cape Town tw- in a local tournament, uh, or that local, uh, Evergreen tournament. So, so it was important for them to get some practice. Yeah. Um, they've, Guys like Dave Duncan and, and Warren Ripon play cricket in in the country districts in Port Elizabeth. So wow. uh, um, you know, the, so they, they they regularly play for their clubs, um, and and that's why they got chosen. You know, they they not only good players, they were good players. They're still good players. You know, and they move around the yes. field pretty. Uh, lefty from um, from Border, he um, I mean he he's still playing. First class cricket. I mean, wow. I mean, not first class. It's not first, uh, first league cricket, you know. Okay. Yes. 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 So um, yeah, and then old Rodney. Um, I mean, he he got himself fit. Uh, Rodney Malamba. And so yeah, it was really nice catching up with all those guys. No, that was great. And and then you guys had had an arrow win uh, against England, but it showed a lot of determination to come through with a with a win there. Yeah. Look, it was a, a top. That was a top effort. Uh, yeah. We were looks. You know, we were staring down the barrel. Halfway through the innings at 80 yard or one or whatever he's chasing, um, you know, a relatively mod- modest total on a on a really flat deck on a, on a, on a at, at uh, the Jacques Cavas Oval at Weinberg Boys, um, and um, yeah, it, it, it took a lot of grit, some really good catches, and well, um, well you know, who, as I said, to you still plays uh, competitive cricket. Took a really uh, good catch in the third last over down on the boundary, um, quite high in the sun. 
Um, mm. We had him move a few, quite a few yards to his left to take a, a really good catch. And that was sort of a, a game changer, you know. And then you got guys like Dorsey who, who came to me um, just before the the, the the third over and he said, or the last over, I can't remember which one it was, and I, but I remember what he said to me. He said to me, I, I can't promise you I'll finish the over, but I, I'm, I'm sure I'll be able to... I'll, I'll be able to uh, um, I do this for you. Can I have the ball? <laughs> yeah, that's a good of him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I said to him, Dorsey, you know, we've got a few more games to go. You know, are you sure? He said, no, no. He says, listen, yeah, this is, we need to beat England. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, he was able to give me the six balls, um, but he did throw, he did bowl a no ball. I think it was the second last ball, or the last ball, to bowl a no ball to, to keep, to keep them interested as well, so um, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a touch, a, a tough, uh, a tough over that. I must be honest, um, and we only won by two. Oh, there we go. Yeah, but a good win, a really, really good win. <laughs> no, it was a good win. Mm. And, and we had a lot of, lot of spirit there. You know, there yeah. were a lot of guys that, uh, and over the three games that we played, or the, yeah, the three games that we played, you know, even with the warm-up game, it was a, it was amazing how. It, um, the guys gelled. Um, we still got a, a WhatsApp group. I didn't pick up my phone the whole of yesterday. I left it in in, in down in, in the joint docking station mm. for the for the. And when I got to my phone, there was something like 120 messages <laughs> between but between between them yesterday. You know, yeah, so yeah, they've yeah. they've into a very good squad yeah, and a great. really cl- a close bunch of guys. No, oh, that's fantastic. And then, unfortunately, look, it's come to a premature end. Um, is the tournament going to take place next year, or what's the plan? Well, the idea originally um, at the meeting that we had, as as the last game was called off at, at lunchtime, um, and it was a, we were playing busy playing India, um, mm. and it was a really funny scenario because I got a, I got a message onto the they got the message came to me on the onto the field at around about the fiftieth over. Um, that uh, the game, that the tournament has been called off, and sure. we must just need to finish the finish these overs. It was like it was really, really weird. So we sort of we had we had India in trouble, um, and um, I decided then to to bowl a few guys that hadn't really had a bowl. It was a horrible day. Yeah, uh, it was windy and it was, uh, <laughs> it, was it was terrible. But anyway, um, and when we went to the meeting afterwards, um, the, the view was that. Uh, we could wait two years' time and go to England, um, okay. or we could rerun the same tournament next year. Okay. Um, and at, at, I had to leave um, at that stage, but uh, it came back that um, we would re- we would rerun the tournament next year. And the oh, reason really? being is that the reason being is that uh, we have already a sponsor, uh, and our sponsors Evergreen Lifestyle. Are committed to um, uh, committed for next year as well. Great. Uh, and and the fact that they are committed um, was was I think the turning point for everyone. And the fact that it's the hell I think now it'll be what twenty two to one and yeah. eighteen to one. I think it's quite cheap for the other teams to come to South Africa. You no, know, at this stage. Indeed. Yeah, no, it is. It is. So uh, we hopefully yeah uh, all going well. We hopefully will rerun the tournament next year. But it's, um, you know, I said to the guys afterwards in the change room, um, 
it's going to be up to every individual to go away and keep themselves fit and play yeah. cricket. Um, because yeah. there's another there's another group of 50 year olds that have moved into that bracket, and <laughs> after, and after seeing um, you know uh, after seeing what's happened what, over the last couple of months, I think there are going to be more and more people that want to be part of it. You know, so Absolutely. there's no there's no guarantee of your position um, yeah. at all. So, uh, but um, yeah, I think it's just wonderful that that guys can. Um, that can continue playing, you know. I've, I mean, I've continued playing all these years, mm. and this is a and this is a um, a carrot, you know, for everyone who yeah. can continue playing. Absolutely, yeah. And there's such a, a nice feel-good factor to it as well. I think the guys, as as competitive as they are, there's also a yeah. good uh, vibe amongst all teams and within the group. So that's uh, really is something to look forward to. Yeah, look at you. It's such a nice. I can't. Te- I mean, to be honest with you, I can't tell you um, how nice it is to play cricket, um, being competitive. Yeah. But but at the same time, um, afterwards, going in and and talking to opposition and having a beer with them and chilling and yeah. and that where is uh, these days. I mean, I've played club cricket where for years and years and years and the abuse and the. Um, on the field and the chirping and the, it, you still get chirped. I mean, but it's not, you know, it's nothing personal. It's, it's quite intelligent chirping and there's yeah. a little bit of rivalry on the field. Yeah. But you walk, you walk off the field and you go and you have a beer with the opposition and they have a beer with you. Or we meet at the hotel. I mean, the the, the, the Welsh guys were brilliant. We we um, what they did was at, at uh, each club that hosted the game had to um, also host supper that night. So all oh. the teams stayed. So all the teams stayed for supper, and they had supper together. And we had uh, the Welsh um, sang to us. Um, they've got it. They actually, the Welsh players actually had a hymn book with a hundred, with a hundred uh, songs or <laughs> song book with a hundred songs. Yeah. And then they would all they would stand up and they would say, "Okay, uh, song number 60 And then they'd all page to number sixty, and then they'd burst out into song. Um, <laughs> oh, so they, they they entertained us for 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 one night for for quite some time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, and then we went back to the hotel and they all met in the bar afterwards and, and they and they sang again, you know. So um, it was really, really, um, it was really nice. Yeah, um, and uh, and that's, what, that's what cricket's all, the sport's all about, you know. Yeah. And if I, if, I, if I think what happens in club cricket now, the guys abuse each other um, all the afternoon. They walk into a, a clubhouse, they have a fine, one team sits there, they have a fines team. Fines meeting on the one side, the other team sits on the other side. If, if they stay and have a fines meeting, and then they bugger off, you know, there's no sort of. <laughs> it's just it's crazy. Yeah. And I look. Whereas this was, you know, a bunch of friends that way. That's true. Uh, well, that's really, really true. And Dave, can we touch a bit on your your career? If that's all right. Um, sure, no problem. You, you made your debut against India. Couldn't have found an easier fixture. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the toughest bowler you faced in, in that series in your debut? I think the toughest then uh, was probably Anil Krumle. Mm, um, mm. I found I found him quite difficult to play until we sort of worked out um, after a couple of games that he didn't really turn the ball. Uh, we were all sort of envisaging him to turn and, and be a bit more like a Shane Warne type player. But he actually didn't. We actually realised, remember Hansi came in, coming down to the wicket to me and saying, this yeah. year, just play him like just play him like an in-spinger, yeah. uh, somebody that brings the ball back at you. 
And um, yeah, it took a while um, for us to to all adapt to him. I think most of most guys struggled against him, uh, and I think it's more it was more psychological because of the fact that uh, you know the, we had uh, the, you know Shane Warne was you know floating around, and there were a couple of good mm. good guys. But uh, yeah, it was um, once we started working in Iceland a little bit. It was, it was definitely easier. Not to say that it was a not to say it was easy. It just a little easier to play, you know, so, and they didn't have really anybody quick, I mean, Capital Dev uh, wasn't that quick at that stage of his life, um, Monarch Pavarko wasn't that quick, so very, but I knew Monarch Pavarko quite well because I played against him a lot in the leagues in England um, in, in my, a few years before that, so I knew that he could, he was an intelligent bowler and he had in-swinger and away-swinger and he had a little slower ball, um, a cutter, I should say. I wouldn't say a slow ball. I mean, they, we didn't yet. We didn't know yeah, of slow yeah, balls in our day. Yeah. Um, it was a cutter. Mm. We used to call it a cutter. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a nice series to get, get into. Um, yeah. Some obviously classy players there, uh, um, but uh, there was nothing. There was nothing really that quick, you know. That's true. And, and I believe South Africa won the series 5-2, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But, but just how good was Kepler Vessels at being the captain? Look, okay, Kepler, Kepler was, um, for us at that stage, a perfect person. I mean, he had international experience. Um, you know, he arrived. I'd known him for years, obviously, playing for the Eastern Province for yes. five or six years. Um, and and I I remember him training uh, arriving in, in Port Elizabeth um, in what 86 87 88 uh, yeah around about 87 I think it was um, and I remember him I mean the whole uh, practice routine had ch- changed uh, the way we practiced the way the way we trained all these things changed dramatically mm-hmm. for us um, you know. And um, we became such a, a more professional unit. And, mm. and, uh, and over those next four or five years, all the teams um, sort of adopted that, uh, that, that sort of those, those practice methods and that type yeah. of thing, you know. And everybody suddenly, because we were sort of getting out of, or coming out of isolation in those days, everyone sort of picked their, lifted their game. And especially when the guys went to the World Cup in, earlier that year, um, in 1992, mm. um, a lot of guys came back and realised, you know, that we we've got an immense amount of talent in this country, but we we obviously need to pick up our training methods and become a bit more scientific. True. But Kepler was ahead of everyone, you know, mm-hmm. um, at that stage, and um, and he led by example. Um, and and the game, yeah, I mean, it, you know, I always think about how would have Kepler been suited today's game, you know, and I think he he would have adapted. Yes. Accordingly, yes. you know. So yes. you know, we all are, and I'll be the first one to tease him and say to him, "Shit, Kepler, you would have been a boring T20 player." You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've seen him take a take apart. I've been uh, yeah. once. Uh, we were one one afternoon at St George's and uh, eating a huge total. I got a hundred. He got a hundred and nearly, I think, hundred and seventy chase against Western Province, chasing a total. <laughs> Um, when he was st- stepping back and hitting Dave Runwell and Ospin over, over the over the chalets, you know, so um, mm. the guy he would have adapted. Um, Absolutely. But uh, but he uh, he led by example. He was a tough man, a uh, very tough man, and and and, and we followed, you know. So um, wow, he brilliant. was a real he was a leader at that stage. It's brilliant. You also then did something fantastic against New Zealand when you made a 169 not out. 
And they also the best score by an opening baton at the time. Just tell us a bit more about what happened in that game. Yeah, look, obviously things had moved on a bit. Yeah. Uh, kept that stop, stop playing. Uh, Hansi had taken over, and Hansi was a totally different captain to Kepner. Yeah. Uh, but but also at the same time, probably the right person at the right time because he knew we everyone in the team had got some experience, international experience, and uh, and we and some of the players felt like they needed to have some freedom, and yeah. and, and and Hansi was that sort of player that was willing to to let players. Um, Whereas Kepler sort of tried to mould everyone, whereas Hansi sort of let 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 you go, and and you would have found out, you know, found out made mistakes, and you would have found out what was best for you. Yeah. Um, and uh, Gary Kirsten was going through a tough time in '95, uh, especially in one day cricket. I, I, I can't recall what the Test cricket scenario was, but yeah. in certainly in one day cricket, he was going through a, a pretty tough time, and. Um, I was sort of floating around batting at number six as an all-rounder, five or six at times. Uh, I sort of made a couple of 40s, a couple of 20s, um, you know, really bowled a few overs and a bit, really a bits and pieces yes. um, player. And, you know, I was always feeling a little bit that I needed an opportunity. But while I, while he had guys like Paper and Auntie Cornier and Mark Rindle, Eric Simons in, a, in, that, in that mold of players, um, we would always be what considered as bits and pieces players. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know how it happened, but um, I remember Hansi saying to me the night before the game, who stayed at the Sandston Sun, he came to me and he said to me, what did you think? How would you feel about opening the batting tomorrow? Sure. And I, and I said, look, I've never opened it, my, never opened the batting in my life before, uh, except for obviously club cricket or, mm-hmm. yeah, um, uh, school cricket maybe when needed you know quick runs or something like that but at the international level the first class level I've never had orders but it's number four uh, and but I, I wanted to prove that that I was a better player than just a one day player yes, so yes. Um, you know my, my biggest things were, were regret but my, my I would trade many of my one day games in except, actually all of them except the 169 just to have played one Test match, you know. So, <laughs> um, yeah. and I wanted to prove that I was a better player than that, better player than batting at number six. And so I sort of said in my mind, went straight away. I said, "Well, I've got nothing to lose." Um, you know, they had Simon Dool, Pringle, mm-hmm. uh, Danny Morrison, or whatever. I don't think he played that game, but they had a really sort of. Um, I I loved playing at Northerns because the ball came onto the bat. Um, it did swing early on. I knew it was going to swing a little bit early on, but after that, it was going to be a, a pleasure to bat. It doesn't matter what the conditions are. It's going to be a hell of a lot easier than St. George's, put it that yes, way. Yes. So uh, I said, yes, I'll do it. Cool. Um, sure. And I uh, woke up the next morning and it was confirmed that I would do it. You know? so, wow. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, it's, a, it's, it's an amazing if you go back to the video and I've actually. Um, uh, in a laugh and opportunities arise. I mean, in that, in that, uh, in that knock, the first, my first scoring shot um, was over backward points, one bounce four. Great. <laughs> um, and, uh, and 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 Andrew Hudson in the previous over had played exactly the same shot and got caught at backward point sure. on at X. But mine was a little. Uh, 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 and I'm going to tell you what happened was uh, there was a guy by the name of Darren Murray that was playing in that side. He was, had been an amateur of mine 
playing in the in the leagues in the Lancashire leagues, and he knew um, that I liked to drive. And they had, I think, guy was Mark Priest, who was the left arm spinner down at, at, at backward point, who took Andrew's case. Yeah. Uh, and when when I came on to bat, um, they moved Priest a bit finer because they thought that I would nick the, you know, and go through. So they moved him about 10, 15 yards to the to the right. Mm. And I then went for the first ball and. and and I got outside off stump. <laughs> probably almost where he was, probably standing, you know, a few balls later. And how he tells you that happened. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. So there's, a, you know, and, uh, you know, 169 later, at that, that stage was the highest one day score. Yes, yes. If I may, if I, I might, I might be one or two out, but I think it was the second highest 50 over, it was the fourth highest, uh, one, fourth or fifth, fifth, I think it was the fifth highest one day score in the world at that yeah. stage uh, but it was the second highest 50 over score sure. Um, sure. And, and yeah so yeah. I, I, I mean, every time I see somebody scoring I sit at home and I talk to my family and I, every time I see someone go over it um, <clears throat> over the 169 I, I, I'm not I go down in the notches and I say well <laughs> and I think I think just in the last couple of months I think I went out the top 50 so oh, <laughs> Yeah, so that's how the game the game is de- the game yes. is developed. So, you know, so. absolutely. Mm. And I have, I have a couple of questions before we we call it a day. Um, yeah, you mentioned earlier Eastern Province was a really strong start, and it was. Um, mm. I remember watching on TV and guys used to dominate absolutely. But how can the and they changed out to the Warriors? How can they retain their talent? How can they keep winning trophies? going to be struggled. I mean, when we look at now and, and we see that a guy like Lutus of Pamela um, uh, has just left, mm. uh, which for me is very sad. Um, you know, he's brought, I coached him for five, four years at Grey. Yes. I was involved in his development. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, yeah, it, it comes down to finances. Yeah. Uh, he didn't get an SA, he didn't get an SA contract, so he obviously can choose where he goes to play and, and the highest bidder would I think EP Cricket, we were all hoping that he would get an SA contract and he would obviously nominate South Africa, uh, EP or Warriors as his home uh, his home team. Yes. So when he didn't get it, it's always going to be different. But I think um, over, over the last few months um, or the last year, I've been quite quite involved with the university as well when my son's playing cricket. Oh, good. And um, I, the only way Eastern Province uh, is going to... Um, maintain is, is is to go back to um, the university being university being very strong. Um, yes. And I think going forward, I think if we look at what's happening in SA cricket when it comes to finances, um, uh, all that, you know, all these, and, and with what's what's happening now. I mean, this yeah. whole coronavirus thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we've all had we all after this. Uh, next 21 days or next couple of months that we're going to re-look and uh, have to re-look at sport as a whole mm. and uh, we need to look at our universities varsity colleges our schools uh, that's where we're going to uh, be able to, um, to to retain the strength in this province and and also um, in our club system you know I've been involved with the club system for, so if we uh, I know it wasn't the right way done but I think eventually it's going to have to be done where we're going to go back to provincial yeah. cricket um, yeah. and, and try and get your club, your club and your provincial cricket that narrow that gap yes. and spend and spend some money in getting each, each 
areas in whatever how many players are playing, uh, strengthen your club cricket because that's where your where your uh, where your feeder system is going to come, and your varsity is going to be part of that. Your EP academy is going to be a part of that. Your schools are going to be part of that sort of feeder system. Um, so I don't, I don't, I really don't think there's going to be uh, huge amounts of money uh, after what you know what's transpired over the next couple of months. Yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah, the, you know, the, the love for the game is going to be more important. I've been, and I don't want to mention names, been involved with lots of kids over the last seven years. And, and, uh, I mean, I think Ashwell's article, uh, he hit the nail on the head. Um, I don't know where he wrote it, but I read it mm. this morning. Uh, where he's, uh, where young players are, are asking, uh, you know, you know what? What plan have you got for me? You know, before they've even made a run. Um, yeah, that's true. That's so so true. Yeah. You know, mm. where's, you know, where are the days where, um, you know, Ash, Ashwell brings when he played Ashwell's, um, okay, he spoke about SAA, but you Ashwell played when there was Kepler, myself, Louis yeah. Kuhn, Philip M, and Mark Rashmere, all the top five, and Kenny McKeon. Yeah. Uh, and he he ended up moving to Western Province because he couldn't get into the he couldn't get a regular spot into our team. Yes. Okay. And there were no sour grapes when he left. Yeah. He left because there was an opportunity there Correct. for him. Correct. And and he went and he made the best of that opportunity. Yeah. Um, he didn't go there because of money. He didn't go there because of any other thing other than the fact that he wanted he left the game of cricket and he wanted he wanted an opportunity. And yeah. I think that's what. Um, some of the, our youngsters need to start doing, um, you know, getting runs on the board, is, is, is and, and and proving your worth to, to make teams mm. rather than, yeah. you know, fight, trying to. And it's it's part of the millennium thing, uh, you know, culture. Yeah. It's every, everything's instant. You know, That's we want true. to know where we're going to go, what. It, and I have a big thing in my life um, with with cricket, and I'll watch play, youngsters. If you do not love the game, and there's a difference between liking and loving the game, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're going to find this game very hard. That's <laughs> so true. Uh, it really is, yeah. Um, if you love it, you will. When you're out of form, you will still go and have you, and you still practice, and you'll watch them. If you just like it, you when you're out of form, you're not going to put that much effort in because mm. it becomes a becomes a slog, mm. um, and you and you and you you're training because you have to train, not because you love training. Um, and I and, and I've seen it with guys in my own uh, played with me uh, who came for a couple of years and disappeared. And I see it with a whole lot of the youngsters now. Um, when things are not going their way, um, yeah, they, they moan. It's never their it's never their fault. Yeah, no, yeah, it's every, yep. everyone else's fault. Yeah, um, and um, you know either the wicket's not ideal for them or the. <laughs>
um, that we that we plan for the future. Mm. Some some really wise words there. Now you've hit the nail on the head there, Dave. I I really see it even in in my career trying to do what I'm doing. It's mm. you've got to get up early in the morning and you've got to work the whole day. It's it's not easy, but yeah. it eventually pays off if you work hard. So no, I I fully agree with you. It really yeah makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and no, look, I, I, I've seen it so many times, you know, I've seen kids um, with lots of talent. Um, yeah. You know, and then they, now, you know, for them now it's a little bit easier. You know. I mean, not that I I had it easy um, at all. I mean, I've, in 19, my first knock for EP was 171, mm. um, straight out of school. Sure. Um, played, a, played a season, halfway through that season, I begged to play in the in the second in the B, in the second team because it was tough playing carry cup cricket was really really tough. Yes. I went back. I went back. That um, I got dropped, um, and I was happy to get dropped that season. And I, my first game was uh, in the in the second side or the EPB side was against Natal up at, at Peter Mansburg, and I got a hundred. I got a hundred mm. and um, to get back in the side. And then uh, Gavin Carley and Peter Willie had a fallout. After a game um, in in at Northern Transvaal, they had a massive fall up, and Peter Willie wanted to get, flew home back to uh, PE, and uh, I got a phone call at the airport. In those days, no cell phone, yeah. and they, they they redirected me back with the, with the Curry Cup side. Sure, and I, oh, sure. off I went went to Pretoria to play in a night game against um, Northerns. Um, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, we've all we've all had a tough, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and 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 that. I mean, I, I tell this story. Um, Kepler, um, the year before I made my debut for you. So at the end of uh, '92 season, um, the '92 season, I I was just recovering from my cancer. Mm. So, so I um I I've been Kepler made me. When I, uh, I wasn't in the last Curry Cup side that played. So when the new season started in September, October, or October, I should say, Kepler um, played the side that played the last game the year before. So I didn't even play in the first Curry Cup game that season because he was loyal to the guys that had, had played the season before. Yeah. And, he, and he said to me that I needed to go and, and, and prove myself mm. first. So I went back into the B side um, that game, and I remember I was very disappointed because obviously, um, just after I made my comeback um, in one day cricket, I got a, a 69 uh, against Transvaal in, in the semi-finals. Uh, we won um, the we won the Curry Cup the year before. So there was, and I played in that team while he was at the World Cup. But when he came back, he said to me, "You're playing in the B side. We all back. Rashmi's back. Uh, Richardson's back, and I'm back. And these guys, you, although you played in the final uh, in the end of the '91, '92 season in March, um, you will be sitting out in in in." Mm, in mm, uh, yeah. So um, yeah, I, play, I played in the B side. I got a hundred in the B side. Uh, the following weekend, I got promoted to the uh, A side, um, and I played against uh, Transvaal, and I got a hundred against Transvaal, yeah. and um, and and I got and I got a score in the I got a score in the second innings as well, and 
following weekend I was playing for South Africa. So within two Ooh, weeks, wow, within, wow, yeah, almost within almost two to three weeks, I went from playing in the B side to playing for South Africa in one day cricket. Amazing. Yeah, and that, and that's how life. That's you know yeah. opportunities and that. Um, yeah. So everyone goes. Every every cricketer goes through their disappointments. You know. Yeah. Dave, it's been an absolute, absolute pleasure to chat to you. So much to take yeah. from there. Brilliant. Lots of substance. It's been really, really good. No problem. All right. Dave, it's been an absolute pleasure. Nice chatting to you. All the best, my man. Cheers, Dave. Take it easy, man. Cheers, cheers, bye.